0: Hey guys welcome to the breakdown podcast my name is mary and i am here with brock and josh how are you guys doing
1: man good 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 uh, i wanted to speak a different language the only other language i know is bueno spanish and so i was going to try to go some other language on there's nothing Hola. in that reservoir <laughs> so sorry about that
0: uh well if it's your first time joining us on the breakdown we take a portion of the weekend teaching at hope and we break it down, teach you a little bit about the Bible and verses. And today we're doing a little remix. Um, this is what we call Now I Know episodes. So we get to share a little bit about our own stories. You'll get to know us a little better. Um, hopefully, you'll learn something as well. And so today. Uh oh. Can you do a drum roll for me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whoa. It sounded like something from SpongeBob, will go we'll <laughs> That was go definitely some. a SpongeBob
0: <laughs> sound. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, we're going to get to hear from Brock. So, oh, man. Yeah.
1: So excited take it away yeah so one of the things we want to do with now i know is to tell our stories a little bit and some lessons we've learned and so hopefully this is a lesson i've learned but i feel like it's more of a now i'm knowing or hoping to know uh. even more. i think we so. need to
0: change the title yeah the, that, so, shouldn't yeah. they all be that yeah <laughs>
1: probably so uh so i want to start off and i'll just uh, read a verse of scripture all right so matthew chapter 6 verse 25 Therefore, oh dang it! There was a therefore. So, yeah, What's it there for? He's talking about not serving two masters, and he says, "Do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes?" And so, my whole life, I've been what we might call a worry wart. Mm. So, yeah, I've worried forever. Uh, I don't know. I haven't always explored where that anxiety came from. I think it was mm. just. Uh, family life when I was growing up my my father uh, left when I was kind of third grade-ish and really? so I think that might have some some uh, bearing on this mm. but I was always worried uh, that uh, things weren't going to work out for me mm. like uh, I remember worrying I'm never going to get married I remember that thought mm. Mm. I remember worrying I'm never going to own a home I'm never going to have a car I just these are things that at every stage of life there was worry mm. and just this distrust that anything was going to work out wow And so when I was in college, I was nearing the end of my college career, at my nice little Christian university, and uh, I was worried about the future. Like, am I ever going to have a job? I mean, that's just kind of the next phase. There's worry. Am I ever going to find someone to spend the rest of my life with Mm -hmm. and to marry? And just the answer in my brain was, no, that's not going Mm -hmm. to happen. And so there was one time... In, in my Christian university, had to live in the dorms. So that was exciting. So living in dorms for four years, but that was great. Um, and there was one night I was just in the, in, in the dorms, and I was really worried about stuff. And I have a mystical side to me that I think God does still speak and share mm-hmm. things with his people, and it's not just all, hey, what is revealed in Scripture, that there's can, can be some new revelation. I think you have to be careful with mm-hmm. that. But there was one night I was sitting there, and... Um, I was really worried, and I saw this vision. I, I'm getting emotional. This is weird. I don't like to get emotional in front of people. But I saw this um, table sitting there, and it was the outline of a puzzle. Hmm. And I've shared this story millions of times, and, and, but then I've gotten away from it for years because I felt like, uh, I don't know why I've gotten away from it, but like, I just felt like when we were doing this, like it's time to share this story again. Yeah, awesome. And I, and I looked, and there's this outline of the puzzle, and I kind of got overwhelmed because I was like, oh, crud. That's my life, mm. uh, just an outline of a puzzle. No idea what's going to be next. I don't see anything at all. There was no pieces laying around. It was mm. like, well, dang it, I'm just going to be an outline of a puzzle. I'm not going to have much of a life. So it
0: was just like the border, the border. of the puzzle? The border, yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's, that's a better envisioned? way to say it than an outline, mm. a border.
1: Um, but that, I saw that there was no pieces anywhere. So I'm like, mm. oh, this puzzle can't get filled in. So all wow. my worries are coming true that I'm not going to have all these things So I'm just going to have this start of life and that's going to be it. Mm. Mm. And out of the corner, I noticed someone walking in the room as I was staring at this puzzle and getting overwhelmed. And I couldn't see his face or anything, um, but I realized immediately it was God that walked in the room. Um, in case you ever wonder what God wears, he was wearing like a blue Ralph Lauren shirt oh, no. it, yeah. and some khakis, and so that's what God was yeah. wearing. It's probably because that's you know, that was my style I at the time. I will never
0: yeah. have a vision of Jesus again without yeah. that blue
1: Ralph Lauren <laughs> in khakis with pleats. They had was pleats. The, it was the eighties. Was, was the, the collar popped or not? No, there was no popping oh, okay. at this point in time. It was a little past that. Don Johnson was a little out of style at that point in time, <laughs> and so. But then he just walked over to the table, and it was weird because. I didn't hear, didn't say, didn't put his hand on my shoulder, or nothing, just reached into his pocket and pulled out a couple pieces and just put them in the puzzle. I didn't even hesitate, just boom, right where they went. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of, that was the end of the vision. And I just felt like God was saying to me, like, I got you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I've got your future under control. Uh, just keep doing what is right. And it's all going to work out. Don't worry about the future stuff. I'm in control, and so in in some ways that was really helpful because I had this peace that uh, P E A C, not puzzle piece. Uh, This peace that God was going to be with me, and that it was all going to work out. Uh, But then now it's starting to like start to flesh that out. Like, Mm. how can I turn this into real world, non anxiety, non worry about the future? Mm. Um, And so uh, that was kind of that journey. Of really dealing with people. And then so it's still like today, it's still like I have to remind myself of these things. Cause like all of a sudden, like it can be like if if the heater doesn't come on automatically when it's wintertime, I'm mm. like, oh no, heater's out.
0: Takes you right back.
1: Takes you right back. We don't have any money to fix this thing. That's gonna be thousands of dollars. What are we gonna do? Mm. And so like money's always been something that I'm not good at. That mm. it's like I can trust God for a lot of things, but when it comes to my day to day needs, like mm. where it says right here, do not worry about your life. Mm. that's just something i've always struggled with like you know just it's not going to work out i'm not going to have these things and so uh it's a continual struggle and i continue to uh deal with this and i think so and, and like we talked about in mary's now i know podcast mm-hmm. some i didn't realize how that affected other people mm. i thought it was just me and my anxiety yeah yeah and so what would happen then when those moments would, would take place when maybe someone comes in and says hey the, the air conditioner's not working on the car. Mm. What immediately happened to me? I'd kick into that worry, and I became what some might call a jerk mm. at that moment, <laughs> unintentionally because I was dealing with my own anxiety. Where I'd be like, "Don't, don't say anything. Don't, don't talk to me about that." Mm. Or like, or, you know, I'd get overwhelmed and like I wouldn't behave very well. Like I wasn't patient.
0: Yeah, I wasn't
1: kind. I wasn't loving. I got kind of well. It's because you guys are driving those cars. You know all this stuff. you and it was, just uh, be- it. Yeah, but be- yeah, because it was my own anxiety that I was dealing with. And so it wasn't just me it was affecting, it was affecting other people no. around me.
0: Who was like the first person you noticed? Like, was it like, um, like a certain relationship or friendship or like, when did it, when did it take you to where you were like, oh, this is hurting people or, or affecting people?
1: I think it was r- really, and I, this is sad that I didn't notice as much when my, it was just me and my wife before mm-hmm. the kids. Like I, and, and I look back and like, oh, that's embarrassing how I let mm-hmm. that affect. Her and I try to control because I try to control the situation. I could try to control her spending or try to control whatever, but I think it was with the kids. Because going back to being a child of divorce, the one thing I wanted to do above all things was be a great father. That was like the paramount Mm -hmm. quality of my human existence. If I could be a good dad, I have succeeded. So then all of a sudden, when my kids are, uh, something goes wrong, and I see that anger, that control, that. Inability to deal with what's going on inside of me coming out towards them. That's when it really wow. its like, uh oh, this is not good. My dream of life to be a good dad. I see some stumbling blocks in this thing. Uh, and so that so that that moment. I thought I got to go on a journey and start mm-hmm. to figure out even what's going on. And it really, as you jump down in Matthew, there's another verse there that really kind of hit home to me. And it's Matthew 633. Mm. And it's, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And I realized in that moment when I didn't have that faith, I didn't have that trust in God to take care of me, that he was in control, um, that I I wasn't seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness. Mm. I was seeking self-protection and that I was not acting in a very righteous way. And so it's funny how going back and dealing with some anxiety (laughs) is even a way to live out the kingdom values. Mm. Because now if I can have a little faith that God's in control, like, well, okay, it's just it's just a heater, you know, somehow we're gonna make it. If I could go back to that, then all of a sudden I might behave in a kind way to my wife, mm. and not snip at her. Mm. I might behave in some way of a kind way to my children if they did something wrong, which is gonna happen because we're human beings. Mm. Now all of a sudden I'm living out the kingdom. Yeah. Whereas before that anxiety kick in, I'm not living anywhere near the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm not living anywhere near righteousness. I'm living in a way that's causing pain to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was really just a matter of me trying to deal with my own anxiety inside about worrying about life and what was going on.
2: It's really interesting to hear you kind of connect the dots between, did you
1: say it was earlier on in Matthew 6 was where you read that first verse. Yep. What yep. was that one? Yeah, about Jesus is telling us, hey, don't worry about clothes, what you're going to eat. Don't worry right. about life, basically. The necessities. just, you just trust me. I'm going to take care of that. You just keep seeking the kingdom. Yeah, and then connecting it
2: to that like later on because this is also the chapter where he we know he um when you seek the Lord and when you pray here's how you pray. Yeah. And so it's really interesting too because he's even kind of showing us how to practically walk that out if you ever do kind of feel stuck in that or lost in that. So it's really it's really cool to hear you uh I don't want to say validate scripture because it doesn't like need our validation, but how neat is it that that your your story involves like like Following God, kind of going the way that Scripture says that it will, yeah, you know, and it's showing you what it says it'll show you, and it's really neat to watch Him through your story unravel and and reveal these things to you in the way that He says that He
1: would. Because think about even in the prayer, the Lord's prayer we've talked about: Mm -hmm. "Give us this day our daily bread." Like there's this sense there that God's going to take care Mm -hmm. of you. It may not be how we want it to always look. We might not be driving the cars or wearing the clothes or doing the things that we want. But it's like God said, I'm going to take care of you. And you don't worry about that stuff because that's going to take you away from living mm-hmm. out the kingdom because you're going to be full of anxiety. You're going to be full of control. You're going to be full of trying to manipulate. You're going to be full of cheating other people so you can get what you want. Mm-hmm. Don't do those things. Just trust me and you keep living out the kingdom, which is love, uh, loving others, being gentle, being kind, being patient, mm-hmm. You know, all the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. You just worry about that stuff and let me take care of all this. Other stuff. Again, not that we're stupid and just start throwing away money, but at the same time that when we get so caught up in those things, we can see how we're getting away from righteousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get in trouble. And so if we could get back to this trust that God's got the next puzzle piece, he's going to put it right where it belongs. Love that. Then all of a sudden I can say, okay, this may not be going my way right now, but I can still walk forth in gentleness because God's mm-hmm. in control. I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. And that's that's the goal where I feel like I've taken some baby steps to mm-hmm. get there, but still look out. There's a still a heck of a long path ahead of me to wow. get there. Yeah. Baby steps are steps too. Yeah. That's what I always say.
2: That's yeah. That's
0: what, what I heard once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like this kind of was a big moment for you in college, right? What Were you almost done with college at that point? I was a senior. You were a senior. Yeah. This is like a huge pivotal moment in lives and kind of like big decision time. Yeah. And I know we have college listeners yeah, right now and, how how have you seen you know the your wisdom grown in that over time and how that's kind of shaped you and changed you? Because I I know for me I definitely deal with worry. I totally relate to that and to that anxiety. Um, and there's almost sometimes when you meet someone like I, I think of you in this way, you know, where you're you're down the road, you're wise, and you got it all figured out. <laughs> you know, and but there is an ease um, when as people get older and mature so like kind of tell us a little bit about just like that being a pivotal moment in college and how that maybe has changed over time for you
1: yeah I think one of the major changes is now as I look back at that puzzle it's it's a lot most of it's filled in Mm. you know I can see my wife I can see uh, my children in that picture I can see Hope Fellowship in that picture because I got a job. A lot of things started
0: falling (laughs) into place. Yeah, a lot of things
1: started falling into place. And I can see, um, you know, I did picture the puzzle as I saw it back then. There'd be a guy sitting there with long, wavy brown hair mm. but the guy in the picture doesn't have
0: your that. your hair is not <laughs> I thought quite you're talking like about that.
1: the guy in the blue polo you no were, no no i'm talking about young picture of the family like young brother there's a lot of hair i will just not say bald here.
0: is in yeah okay saying. good
1: i'll just go with that How So funny so i think there's a lot of it it's just been you start to see the faithfulness of god
0: wow and yeah. you start to
1: say okay he's been faithful before he's going to do it again and i think that's one of the beautiful things about coming to church reading scripture is we're continually reminded, look, God's a faithful God. Mm-hmm. And you may be struggling with that, but we're going to keep repeating that message over and over until we st- it starts to sink in, which is a journey yeah. mm-hmm. to let that sink in, that God's faithful and we can trust in that, that we don't have to worry about these things. We just worry about loving other people well. We've talked about sacrifice. We've talked about helping out the poor. We just do those things. Mm. And again, not that we're stupid with our money, but that's really where our focus needs to be in this, have this trust. And I think that's a long journey of seeing God work, being encouraged by other people, and just even us being sensitive to the needs around us. So we've talked about helping out the poor, but there's people around us that, man, maybe their heater just went out. Mm. And maybe God's saying, hey, maybe help them out or something. I don't know, it's just like, like, how can we be constantly available or trusting god to like i'm going to give to the needs of others and think about others and not just myself and that's mm-hmm. pretty godly um and just trusting that and i think just uh, like you know we talked about in mary's now i know mm-hmm. about going to regeneration about doing some work on me and where does this come from is it come from my relationship with my dad being mm-hmm. truncated yeah. um does it you know where is that coming from and doing that journey to figure out what's going on inside of you also can have a lot of um uh, information that maybe can help you navigate that a little faster so faithfulness trust keep walking doing introspection doing work i think those are the things that are just right there in front of us that we can do to deal with that in a good way it's interesting it it almost even sounds like you're acknowledging
2: puzzle pieces that are there now that you weren't even really thinking about early on because there were kind of a handful that you were so focused on and maybe worried about. And so then along the way of, of the Lord putting those pieces in place, he's also been putting other pieces in place that give you even more of a, like a well-rounded picture. So what are there any other ones, if that's right, if, if what I'm saying is kind of accurate, are there any other ones that are like, man, this is important. This is massive that the Lord's kind of
1: put in there along the way that you weren't even maybe expecting pieces that have been put in place that I've seen yeah yeah I mean who would have ever thought back in that time period that one day I'd be living in the Frisco Texas area <laughs> didn't even know Frisco, Frisco Frisco Texas at that time was probably not much it was like, probably if would, like two houses it, yeah if you would have shown Frisco Texas at the time like oh, I don't want to live there <laughs> you know and just uh things like that and just even seeing um you know opportunities that have, have come along uh just you know and even with my kids and the things they've done and like you know like uh, I picture like a little Texas Tech logo in the corner where my son is. Like I would have never. What, what's Texas? Tech? I don't even. Think it was, was it called Texas Tech back then? And so like just things like that. Just you don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes you think, oh, it'd be cool if we knew the future. Mm-hmm. But then if God said, oh, you're going to live in Frisco, Texas, and your kid's going go to go like, to Texas Tech, minute. you're like, I don't want that. <laughs> oh, you know. But now that you're here, like, oh, this is pretty cool. And yeah. so just even trusting that and just seeing, still, there's some holes in there. And I think a lot of the holes now are not so much me related. Uh, or my wife related there oh, i want my kids to have a good future yeah. and what the, as they finishing their college years what what they're going to do with their lives and i think that's kind of the whole and where i'm having to have some trust yeah. you know and navigate a season where it's fun when you have multiple kids in college that's not a good time to be a person that worries about money <laughs> it comes
0: back up it <laughs> yeah yeah it just exactly never it's like stops, yeah that's right? awesome. if,
1: if i had plenty yeah. you know uh, and it's funny um this is going to sound weird but like we do subscribe and save with Amazon mm-hmm. and so one of the things this might be too much information is we just <laughs> receive toilet paper every month from Amazon oh. and so I it, will
0: never subscribe and save again and not think about yeah that. <laughs>
1: so uh, so I got the delivery yesterday and so I got this whole new pack of toilet paper and I, I we already had some left over I'm like that's a lot of toilet paper, and they're strangely <laughs> satisfying. Like, because like I don't have to worry about but are we going to run out, are, yeah. you know? and so it's like when there's abundance, you're kind of happy. But when right. things get a little slim, that's when it's like you got to go back and really apply these principles again to think, oh, I really got to trust God if things mm. are a little tight or a yeah. little, little slim. So in and abundance, you're not worried. Ah, who's what's worry? It's
0: probably like it's why one of the reasons it's so revolutionary for you. I, I feel like I've noticed this in you, like that it's so revolutionary that Jesus was not necessarily about me getting more or it's about service to the poor and, and sacrifice and like all these things. Like I definitely can see that like in your own life where you kind of look at your own life and then you look at the scripture and who Jesus was and you're like, Oh, I don't need abundance. I don't need to have all of this figured out. I don't need every single puzzle piece. And one of the things that you said um, that I think is so pivotal is how you talked about, it was, like looking towards the king God's kingdom and looking towards him, but when you were anxious or when you were worried, it was all about you right and can you kind of like speak to that selfishness a little bit and kind of recognizing what what were the um what happened like how how did you shift your mind from me like this is about me you know
1: I think there's just it's constantly being reminded and yeah. I have this weird thing that I do is. Uh, it, it's made up. It's not a real drachma. Mm. You know, that was the kind of the coinage of the time of Jesus. And so it's a fake one I bought somewhere. And so, <laughs> so a little coin, a little coin. Your, yeah. And whenever I start to get overwhelmed, I just get that coin, I put mm. it in my pocket and carry it around and start. Whenever I start to get overwhelmed, I just reach in there and start kind of rubbing that uh, coin a little bit, remind yeah. reminding that God's that. in control. Yeah. Uh, it's a just little a little, touchstone little, little visual or touchstone reminder that hey Mm. uh, my brain is going this way yeah god is calling me to go this way which is trust
0: yeah and so
1: i think those kind of things and just being the more i study the more i spend time in the word of god that helps because you're reminded of those Mm -hmm. truths Uh, the more you listen to worship music i think that helps because you're like oh yeah god's a good god and and, and again not that we're gonna get all these material possessions but just remind you that he's in control
0: he's taking care of you Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and so uh, there was a time when i was in college i went to a a seder dinner. We may have discussed this before, mm-hmm. but I, lo- I still have to think about this line almost every day, where they they get done with the Seder dinner and they tell all these stories and they say, "Hey, God was faithful back then. He's going to be the same today. God doesn't mm-hmm. change. He's going to be faithful to you today." Yeah. And so I have to kind of constantly think back to that moment, at the end of that Seder dinner, and remind myself, and so yeah. uh, you know, putting good information kind of like garbage in, garbage out. So the good. more information I can get and remind me of God's faithfulness, yeah. the better it works. Well, that's that whole thing you started with in Matthew
2: was. Uh, hey, don't worry about these things. If God provides for the birds, if God provides for the flowers, he's going to certainly provide for you because of how worthy you are, how valuable you are. Yep. So um, what a great kind of thing to conti- to keep in our pocket mm-hmm. and to continue to be reminded about is is the good God that we serve and is incredible love for us.
1: Yeah, and then it allows me then the freedom to – think about others above myself because mm-hmm. I'm so lost yeah. in my worry. I can only think about me, yeah. but when I have a trust in God, I can start to think about other people and what they need and not just my own needs, which is mm. powerful. That's awesome. I love
0: that. I think that is so relatable um, in our world, especially just right now, like in this time of, uh, you know, our lives, just the economy and just everything. There's so much worry everywhere. Um, and to just hear that is just a good reminder. And I think that, that I'm never gonna, I don't think I'm gonna forget the image of the coin. Like in your pocket, and just like keeping that with you and reminding you, and if you're dealing with worry right now, or maybe um, this is something that that you're you're stressed and you're feeling tense and you're feeling tight and you're worried about your kids, noble things like worried about your kids, making sure you provide, making sure you make the right choices, like all of these things. Um, but just to uh, rest easy in this this truth, and and to seek the kingdom of God, and He will um, He will take care of things might not be the way you plan, might not be the puzzle pieces you imagined, but he is taking care of you and that, that's his character. And so we can have more of an ease about us, relaxation about us, and a kindness and a gentleness about us. And it transforms us. And so I think that that's um, something I'm definitely going to do is go get a coin. <laughs> can you get me one of those coins?
1: Um. I, I don't know. We could, we could go to some cheap Christian bookstore. <laughs> let go <maybe>. find, <laughs> find some. Yeah, <laughs> those ones I where you can, put a quarter and it has like a dinosaur exactly. on it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, those kind of things.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, hey, maybe that's your next step. Get something, some kind of token to remind you that to seek first God's kingdom, you don't have to worry. He's going to take think- care of things. He is in control. He's a good father. So thanks for joining us for this Now I Know episode. Now I'm Knowing episode. And we'll see you next week for The Breakdown. Later. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.